the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Good to have you with us on Come Together San Diego. And my friends, uh, I'm going to make a few disclaimers here as we begin this show because this is going to be an eye-opener. And it's going to be a one, of the, one of the ones that uh, the shows that I hope, I hope you challenge because it is my responsibility as the host of Come Together San Diego, uh, a broadcast uh, of which you have been listening to for maybe three years or so because we've been on for that long, and my whole heart cry is, Come Together San Diego. And one of the things that is stirring my heart right now is to make sure that this broadcast gives a platform for other people to share their biblical truths, and uh, for me, kind of step back and listen to what God has stirred other people to share. And I'm not building this around a person's doctrine. I'm building it around uh, unity in the body of Christ. So that has always been my directive, and as I've looked what's going on in the world today and in media today, my heart is rent because the truth is being subjugated at every turn. And in all honesty, that is just not a a way that truth needs to be uh, dealt with. In fact, the enemy of your faith would take the message and bend it and break it and not allow uh, lively discourse in in the in the Christian faith. What we do is we debate things back and forth with one another, and that's God's desire, you know, to to be able to do that. And people of different doctrines air their doctrines. A I R air their doctrines, not E R R. And sometimes it's E R R their doctrines. And so God wants to have us communicate one with another. But if we start subjugating somebody else that's of a different denominational background as we are, or a different doctrine. The Scripture says in Ephesians, for the perfecting of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edification of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith. In that Scripture, it says nothing about unity of the doctrine. And uh, my listening friend, we are going to spend some time today digging into the unity of the faith, and I know going in that there are going to be different people with that are listening that have different doctrines, and all those things are wonderful, but if we can't have open discussion one with another, then uh, we're getting only pieces of the action. I, uh, before I introduce my uh, my uh, co-host, her name is Kalia, before I introduce her, I just want to spend just a minute or two setting the stage for you. You know, the Bible talks about different levels of truth, and as you look at the news media, uh, as false as it may be, they begin a statement or a comment by something that has a nuance of truth, 
and then they begin to pour on things that are not true, and you think because there was a, a grain of truth there, everything is true. Well, you need to rethink that as do I, and, I, I, and on this show, what we're going to do is we're going to give you some things that I know for a fact you better start questioning me on because the Bible talks about our responsibility is to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to give you things that God has uh, shown me, and Clea, my co-host, is going to spend some time sharing her insights. She's a remarkable lady. Uh, She'll be on the phone in just a moment. But we're going to give you some different points of view, and I'm going to ask you, as a believer in the Lord, and those, and those of you who, um, who are not sure that you're a believer or not, I want you to understand the value of open discourse one with another in the faith, because uh, the enemy has other plans. And I'm going to give you a scripture. Before I do, I want to just bring my co-host on, Kalia. Uh, how you doing? I'm great. I'm here. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm just explaining to our listening friends the strategy that we're doing here, and I was just going to introduce a scripture, and you can speak as well, and then I'm going to introduce you more righteously, okay? But my listening friend, here's the deal. In in the book of Acts, I think it's around chapter 17, the Bible talks about Paul preaching a word that was inconvenient to many people, and the Bible says they booted him out of this uh, Thessalonica, and he was in danger of losing his life. Well, that's what happens when the full truth is at least not exposed, and people don't like that it doesn't fit with their preconceived notions. They want to put the guy in a noose, and so he had to, under the cloak of evening, he had to go to a place called Berea, and the Bible says that the Bereans were more noble than those of Thessalonica because, and pay close attention to this, because they received all things with readiness of mind, and then they searched the Scriptures daily to see if they're so. What we're going to do today, Clea and I are going to give you some things that you're going to have to search out and see if these things are so. You know, one of the witnesses that you're going to have is Holy Spirit whispering in your ear and saying, this is it, go for it, or put this on a shelf. I have no problem with that, and neither does Clea on that, because because it's your obligation to be accountable to God is our obligation to present the entire truth, so help us God, so that... Uh, we don't need to be ashamed because we've been obedient to him. Uh, Kalia, why don't you give a word or two to our listening friends before we jump in and tell, and blend within that a little bit about your background, and then I'm going to set you free to do what Holy Spirit has told you to do. Kalia. These phones are going crazy. <laughs> okay, are you having trouble hearing me? I'm here now. We just keep getting disconnected. So somebody doesn't like what we're going to say tonight. Oh, absolutely. And my listening friend, here's the deal. You are not only listeners, but you're prayer warriors as well. If the truth is going to be subjugated or pulled back, we pray God's intervention through his Holy Spirit and the angels whom he has given charge over us on to stand the ground. So why don't you give us a brief overview of who you are, Kalia, and uh, and your thoughts about the way that we're going to be presenting this thing and I tell my listening mm-hmm. friends do not do not believe the words we say believe the things the holy spirit confirms to you i'm going to hand it to you Kalia. Mm-hmm. okay i am a fourth generation jewish believer and i had the uh, privilege of having a grandmother who recognized who i was called to be from a very young age 
Um, I, the enemy tried to kill me at birth with an erupted placenta, and, and I should have died. They thought I would be mentally retarded, and I couldn't breathe on my own for six months without somebody pulling my foot every once in a while. So it was, it was a challenge. Um, but the Lord came through, and um, I've walked with him all of my life and always known him, always heard him. So... Are you there, Kaz? No, I'm, I'm here. I'm just I'm listening okay. intently. Okay. And my listening friend, I want you to be aware that you're going to be hearing some things that perhaps you have never heard before. Some of it is because the uh, media peeps have been restraining this truth from you. And part of it may be that you just didn't know how to look or where to look. What's going to happen yeah. today? And what I want to do, and I know Kalia has that same heart cry, is to present uh, the truth based on God's speaking to us, but don't receive what we say put it on a shelf or pray over it and see what Holy Spirit says. And you listen to what he says and embrace wholeheartedly thereafter. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, And what I was, I was also going to say that um, my priority has been, I've I've been in Israel 26, 27 years in and out uh, of Israel. I have family there. I have lots of friends there. Um, I'm what you would call a Messianic Jew. I'm a Jewish believer in Yeshua and spirit filled and, and I believe in the one new man. I believe that Jews are supposed to be a light to the Gentiles. I think that's our calling. But together in the side, we are equal before the Lord. But we have different assignments. We have different, yes. uh, certainly different challenges. Um, but we are together, and we are for the purposes and for the, the glory of God. We, we live out our lives. So it's my honor to have been given a prophetic anointing, a writing anointing, a speaking anointing, and a call to the nations. And I, I just always pray daily that the Lord will make me effective in that for His glory. Yes, yes. Kalia, what, what I'd like to do, and we've talked a little bit about this off the air, is let's spend the first hour talking about the the information and disinformation that is coming out of Israel and deal with that from a biblical standpoint. But you also have a son who's living there right now, so he's giving you uh, Mm -hmm. a a ground-level insight on that. And then the second hour, let's get into the United States and see what what, uh, God is doing, what the enemy is trying to do, and uh, God's strategy right in the midst of that as well. My friend, you need to start taking notes because they're going to be hearing things that perhaps you have not heard before, especially if you've been uh, conscripted to watch uh, news that uh, you used to have faith in, but you really shouldn't anymore. Kolya? Yeah, certainly not news, CNN. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Israel piece is very significant for these, for 12 days. Um, actually, the engagement with Israel with the uh, Hamas in Gaza was yes. 11 days, but it went before that a day or two of riots and whatnot. Um, and right now we are in ceasefire. But usually that means when we see Hamas fires. Uh, <laughs> my, but, my, my. Uh, right, right now, um, what we're finding is uh, well, I can give you because I'm keep, keeping moment to moment. Well, but here, let, I want to do this. We're about out of this first segment, but I want to be able to have you uh-huh. uh, keep those uh, pieces of information handy because we're going to start going uh, without restraint from the next segment on through the entire two hours. So, my listening friend, I want you to be aware that we're going to be presenting some things that may fe- make you feel uncomfortable, but our commission as being teachers of the Word is to uh, study to show ourselves approved unto God. So we're, our, our interest is not edifying uh, any ministry we may have, uh, any doctrine that we may have. Our e- e- express purpose is to find ourselves approved unto God 
rightly dividing the word of truth. And so your obligation is to hear, make note, weigh and pray, and then do accordingly. So my listening friend, I think Cleo and I are going to spend a lot of time in the, in the remainder of this first hour talking about the things that are happening and the things that you don't even have an awareness about that are happening there and even how they impact the United States of America and beyond. And Clea, I know you're with me for the full two hours, so God bless you. Stay with mm-hmm. us. And my listening friend, mm-hmm. I say the same thing to you. Stay with us because Clea and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends, with perhaps one of the most incendiary broadcasts you will have listened to in a long time. I want you to keep your heart open. And my intent is to share some insights that perhaps uh, a traditional Bible teacher or pastor may not share because, you know, sometimes the truth can be discomforting and it may cost uh, people attending the church because they don't like what they hear. But we're at a time right now where we need to present the God's news uh, unredacted and uh, then allow Holy Spirit to tell you, eh, you know, don't worry about that or be concerned about this. And so with me for this entire two hours is a lady named Kulia, and she, I'm going to hand off the baton to her because she's my co-host. We're going to start out talking about what's going on in Israel that you may not even be aware of because the news isn't giving you the true shake on that. Kulia, uh, I'm going to hand it to okay. you, and uh, I may intercede just periodically because you are the co-host. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Okay, I think from what I was going to say before the break is I've got lots of information that I can tell you, and it's almost like a zip file. I could open up just lots of things could come out. So I'm asking Holy Spirit to really guide me what to say. But I think the first thing we need to start out with is that this conflict that's going on between Hamas and um, Israel during these last few weeks, but beyond that, Islam in Israel, whether it's the Palestinian Authority, Hezbollah, or whatever it is, um, it's a battle of kingdoms. It's not about a political battle specifically. It's not about territorial claims uh, of disagreement between two people groups. It's not that at all. This is between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, Satan's kingdom, Yehovah. And I use Yehovah, the name of the God of Israel, Yedhevape, because he loves hearing his name. Um, so it's between those two kingdoms. And uh, the the crux of the matter comes as to who is God. Is it the Islamic God, which is not the same God as the God of, uh, of the Bible? If, if you hear that, it's wrong. It is not wrong. You, you know by the character, the quality, the fruit, the, the dogma in, the, in the, the holy books. They're very, very, very different. So the territorial claim to the land of Israel is is a central part of this because it was the inheritance that Yehovah gave to Israel, to Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but specifically through Jacob's line. And many Christians don't understand this. Yes. Uh, Genesis uh, 12, verses 2 to 3, uh, is Abraham is, is, is the Lord speaking to Abraham, and he's saying, I'll, I'll bless you. I'll bless those who bless you, and I'll curse those who who curse you. But really, in the Hebrew, it's I'll bless those who bless you, but those who dishonor you, 
lightly esteem you, set you aside, I will bitterly curse, which means I'll spit you out of my mouth. But then you move down to Genesis uh, 17, verses 19 to 21, where where the Lord is talking uh, to Abraham. He's saying, your wife, Sarah, will indeed bear you a son, and you are to name him Isaac, or Isaac in Hebrew. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I've heard you and I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. But then it says in verse 21, but I will establish my covenant with Esau, with with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you this time next year. So the covenant is with, for the land. And he said to, to Abraham at the time, this land I will give you as an inheritance for your descendants through Isaac and then through Jacob. So that's where the battle is in the spiritual uh, framework. And uh, people will say, oh, you know, the Jews now have lost that. That's gone. Well, you got a little problem with that because Jeremiah 31, verses 35 to 37 says, that says that Yehovah, wherever it's Lord, it's Yehovah. Yes. says, who gives the sun's for light by day, who sets in order the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If only this fixed order departs from my uh, presence, declares Yehovah, would Israel's descendants ever cease to be a nation before me? This is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens above could be measured and the foundations of the earth below searched out, would I reject all of Israel's descendants because all they have done, declares the Lord. So as long as there's sun, moon, stars, seasons operating, and his covenant stands with Israel. So um, last I checked, we've got changing seasons and suns, moons, and stars. So (laughs) his covenant stands. Yes. So where Hamas and the Islamic powers say they will wipe Israel off the face of the earth, they shall be a nation no more, as it says in in, uh, uh, Psalm 83, that they conspire together, that Israel may be a nation no more. Yes. That's not going to happen. Not on the Lord's watch. It's not going to happen. Yes. Uh, so that's where, the, that's where push comes to shove. And, and Hamas in Hebrew means violence. That's what it means. Spell, spell that. I didn't understand the full word violent Hamas, or violence. The, violence, V-I-O-L-E-N-C-E. Wow. Hamas in Hebrew means violence. So wherever you see in the, the Tanakh, in the, in the um, what you call the Old Testament, the word violence, you'll find Hebrew, Hamas. Oh, my. You know, one of the things that is so confusing to those who um, like to pay attention to what's going on in the Middle East, but they derive their information from uh, news sources that have ulterior motives, you know, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the problem mm-hmm. is the way that the the news is framed, and I can tell you absolutely that the news, uh, the the news in the United States of America is being framed to posture that the Palestinians mm-hmm. are being targeted and taken targeted and taken advantage of by Israel, mm-hmm. and they're counting all the deaths and things like that uh, mm-hmm. in, in, mm-hmm. in Gaza mm-hmm. as being the fault of Israel. That is the furthest thing from the truth, and at least you, my friend, need to look at some other. Uh, news sources in addition mm-hmm. to what you're hearing mm-hmm. and seeing now, because the enemy's strategy is to tell you things that uh, stir mm-hmm. up your emotion, but uh, the the level of truth is either non-existent or 
such a tiny, tiny percentage. Mm-hmm. You want to speak to that mm-hmm. a little bit, Clea? Yeah, it, you know, I have, there's so much disinformation, and it's intentional because it's actually written in, in the Quran that it's a virtue to tell lies to an infidel until you gain power enough to defeat them. And so they have social jihad, they have communication jihad, as well as physical military jihad, which is to defeat, to keep pounding, pounding. And one of their main weapons is falsehood. And the, the important thing is that, um, too, Israel is not fighting the Palestinians. This Operation uh, uh, Guardian of the Walls, as it was called by Israel, yes. was not fighting the Palestinians. It was fighting Hamas terrorists. But however, Hamas was shooting, targeting um, uh, citizen Israelis. So when the IDF came back and the IAF and they hit targets, they knew exactly who was Hamas and who wasn't. Yes. And so they were so precise of taking down buildings where, and, and you know, you don't understand that they store missiles and rockets in schools, in hospitals, in playgrounds, in preschools. I mean, when you see an Israeli target a facility, for instance, an apartment building that they know Hamas has tunnels under it and, and missile supplies, you see a single blast will make this huge fireball because it's, it's detonating those weapons underneath there. Yes. Uh, so, but it's, it's really a, an interesting thing. The spin is that the Hamas spins is it's coming after Islam. It's coming after Al-Aqsa Mosque. It's not. None of that is true. That's right. Israel says you can't kill our people. And they're so skilled. Israelis are so skilled that if they bombed, like, say, Russia would do, if, if Putin had in the total was 4,360 rockets in 11 days. If, you know, that would be a carpet bombing situation. Oh, that would be a carpet bombing countries. for sure. And, the, and so Israel only, the, the total uh, death count was so low compared to what it should have been. Yes. Uh, because of the skill and the technology uh, of Israel. And right. it's not a disproportionate response. It's an extremely grace-filled, loving response. And perhaps we can talk about this more in the future segments. My listening friend, but, you know, God wants you to discover the truth, and sometimes you have to dig more deeply. You know, you'll find more truth if you go to other sources, even outside the United States. A lot of other uh, countries may give you a little bit uh, different point of view than you're seeing by the stilted news in America and the stilted news that's coming out of, you know, Palestine and and some of the uh, uh, Muslim-influenced areas as well. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about this, but when you realize uh, the things that are going on there, you have to get the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you God. And if you're not allowing God to help you, then you're not getting the whole truth. So I think uh, Kolia and I are going to talk more about that and other things tied to Israel. Wait till you hear some of the things she has to say from her other insights. And she's a, a medical person as well. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind. So my listening friend, uh, stay with us and keep your notepad handy because you're going to need to take notes and check out the things that we're saying when Kolia and Kaz come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on KPraise. 
Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people, but most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. We're just warming up, and uh, our heart cry here at this show is to present the truth to you, unabated, unredacted, and let you decide what Holy Spirit is confirming to you and through you. And it's, uh, a lot of times we in the church, we have a tendency to want to soft soap it because you know we're concerned about the numbers of people in our church and uh, them leaving uh, a church service going, hmm, maybe there's some things I need to be holding myself accountable for and I didn't even know it. And you know that may not cause big numbers of population in your church, the obligation is for us to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, mm-hmm. so help us God. And I've got a remarkable friend, Kolia. She is with me, and she began telling a little bit about the altercation that's going on in Israel and how it's being falsely presented. And I, you're my co-host, so you can take this wherever you want. I suspect you want to talk a little bit about uh, replacement theology or anti-Semitism that uh, the Muslim people are that are that, that they're saying there's no such thing that it's their property their land and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's no question mm-hmm. there period I'm going to hand it to you I want you to take it wherever mm-hmm. Holy Spirit tells you to do that Clea mm-hmm. okay yeah I think it's very important and I would say most most Christians probably very small number of Christians have really are aware what Islam is about what their holy books say not just the Quran, but the Hadith on which they stand. And um, they are not allowed to ever admit defeat. Their deity does not allow it. And wherever they have put a prayer rug and gone on their face and put put a prayer rug and done their prayers, they consider that Islamic territory. Mm. And if they have ever had conquest and actually defeated a nation, and, and temporarily t- or took over property and then lost it is so severe in their in their writings in the Quran that if Muslims don't get that back, if they don't take back that territory, everyone who doesn't do it is is determined to be in hell for eternity. My, my. So the motivation is high to go back and get that. And they will never say that it belongs to someone else. They can't because of their that emphasis in there, you know, you just, you don't want to spend eternity in hell. So they will lie, steal, rob, kill, whatever it is to get that back. That That's understandable. So what happened in this, this latest altercation, um, they said that the, the Jews were throwing, the Israelis were throwing Arabs out of their rightful property. And that is so not true. Um, there were six Palestinian families, which by the way, they're Arabs, they're not Palestinian but they're Arab, uh, in Sheik uh, Jarrah, Jarrah, uh, a part of East Jerusalem. And they had been living in this property for, I think, like 40 years. And yes. the Jews had the land ownership that they'd had for years and years and years. And these Arabs moved in there, and they never paid rent, and they wouldn't get out. And it was such a volatile situation because they always will create a kerfuffle about it. So the international community comes down on Israel. Yes. But Israel had it in the courts for a number of years, and finally the Supreme Court of Israel said, come on, they have to go. They have to move out. They refuse to pay rent. 
This is not their property. It is Israeli-owned property. So the the uh, Hamas said, you've got to uh, stop this now. But they also at the same time had this well-planned, this Jerusalem Day. Oh, yes. was on the 10th. And it was also coincided... Um, the day later. Their, yes. The Qadar, Qadar night. Yes. The holy night of... Of, during Ramadan, where yes. they, it's called the Night of Power, the Night of Destiny, where the supposedly Muslims can ask of their God anything. If they fasted through Ramadan, he'll give it. So that night, they asked for the destruction of Israel, the defeat of Israel, and for obtaining uh, all the land. So that happened, and then they started throwing rocks, which, by the way, in Ramadan, there, I saw photos taken by Muslims within the Al-Aqsa Mosque and Temple Mount, they had piles of rocks. Yes, yes, and I saw that too. And all sorts of stuff. They intentionally waited. So in Jerusalem Day, they started pelting it at the Jews. Well, they were and actually they, throwing it over the over the uh, wailing wall in some instances. Right, down down to the, from the top oh, of the Temple goodness. Mount, down to, yeah. And, and so the Israeli forces, the police, Border Patrol, had to go up and stop that. And they were pushing them back. They pushed them back into Al- Al-Aqsa Mosque. And where, of course, the the Israelis were taking all sorts of hits from all the stuff inside there. So they shot back with tear gas and rubber bullets to stop the rioting. Well, Hamas said, you give us back Temple Mount and you give us back this this property in East Jerusalem that these Arabs were throwing by 6 o'clock or you're going to have trouble. And one minute after 6, they started firing rockets. This was well orchestrated, well planned, because for the whole month of Ramadan, they were planning it. Yes, yes, yes. So it wasn't like an incidental thing. So it was, was it a trap that Israel went into? I don't think so, because I don't believe for a second Sinwar and uh, the leaders of Hamas ever thought Israel would hit them that hard. Wow. They, 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 did, just, they did get hit hard, didn't they? They have hit hard. Yes, they did. They really, really did. Well, well there's a, uh, a defense mechanism in Israel called the Iron Dome and uh, it's a mm-hmm. remarkable thing mm-hmm. to see it in in uh, in use, and basically mm-hmm. it identifies incoming and uh, identifies that incoming that is going to be harmful to different areas in Israel. And then the Iron Dome rockets actually are able to shoot it right out of the air. It's remarkable. So, but but yeah. one of the things that, that troubles me is the uh, the number of people in the quote unquote Christian community who are taking the side of poor. Muslim people who are being abused by the uh, overpowering Israelis, and that is the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. In fact, right. you may want to talk about when, before they bomb a particular area, the Israelis uh, uh, send um, flyers in in the yeah. air, and they make phone calls and texts to the people that live in yeah. the area saying, abandon this location because it's going to be hit very soon. Right. <laughs> and who, who, what enemy would do that? except that they have yeah. a heart cry for saving innocent souls. Yeah, they don't believe in collateral damage. They, they love life. Um, uh, the, the Hamas lives for death, and the Jews live for life. And, you know, it's, it's very hard to see and to hear the, 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 the amount of lies that do come. Uh, the disproportionate, you know, they say disproportionate show of force. I mean, how many, like you said, Israel's uh, forces tap on the roof. They know that there are weapons, they, and they shoot, Hamas shoots rockets from within hospitals. Right, between schools. Buildings. 
so yes. that if Israel hits back, there'll be collateral damage. They don't care about their own people. But I have to say this. I love the Muslim people. I love the Arab peoples. God created them. They're his children. We don't have animosity. We don't celebrate when they die. They celebrate when we die. And they also, they the, Hamas also celebrates when their own people die because they can use that right. as leverage against Israel. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'll talk about that in our next segment. Why, why did they shoot? Why did they do this? Why did they start this? Because um, that needs to be understood by, by Christians. But I think most people in the church, not only do they listen to the mainstream media, which is absolutely full of lies, uh, but they 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 have the fear of man over the fear of God. They don't wow. check things out with the Lord. They don't know the scriptures. They just they're they're humanistic in that their 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 soul pulls them. Their emotions pull them. Whatever images, and you know, literally the 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 Palestinians have a thing that we call Hollywood, where they have makeup artists. They put makeup on people to imitate that they've been. Uh, injured my and the horrible things and they put it on cnn i can say personally i've seen that happen in one of the previous um engagements probably cast lad i saw cnn taking setting up a scene with with these people that were makeup and it was on that night on cnn my 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 and it's infuriating it's it, infuriating. it is infuriating when you know the truth my yeah. listening friend, I know I know. we've talked, Kalia and I, and there are a lot of things she wants to talk about, what's going on in Israel, and the warfare thing is one. There are other things that are going on there, too, that are premeditated against the Israeli people, and I don't know how much time in the last segment we're going to be able to talk about that, but I'm going to have—as fortunately, I don't have to worry about that because that's Kalia's responsibility, and I'm just along <laughs> for the ride. <laughs> Before we go on this segment, I just want to make one comment, my listening friend. You want to be able to pursue the truth, period. So you need to dig deeply and find out what that truth is. Uh, several years ago, my team joined with Generation to Generation and produced a 90-minute documentary. It's called Quest for Truth, the Israeli-Palestinian Conflict. Write that down, Quest for Truth the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and there's a, there's a, a version that's a, a, a bonus Christian version as well. We took uh, 11 young people from all over different nations, uh, um, from uh, different nations throughout the, the world, and had them go in and just see what was going on on both sides of the equation, and we dealt with it fairly, and these young people were asked to assess if there's anything going on that shouldn't be going on, and the whole documentary is on what they discovered. Quest for Truth, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and the bonus version is from a Christian perspective. Look it up on the Internet. You can find it. It's 90 minutes of actually the, uh, exactly what's going on right now. happened several years ago as well, and that will give you the, both sides of the story. So I'm going to hand the baton over to you in this next segment to take it wherever you want to. I know there, <laughs> we had talked about about a billion different things uh, Kolia, and I don't know mm-hmm. what we're going to get a chance to do, but you and Holy Spirit can discuss that during the break, and you're going to come on, gangbusters, when we come <laughs> right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. The first hour is waning, and the second hour is soon to launch. I've got my co-host, remarkable lady, Kalia. She's a well-received prayer leader. She's a teacher. She's a writer. She's, I would call her a 
a, a holy spirit activist on behalf of Israel and the ecclesia uh, uh, in, you know, basically the, the church uh, as well. She loves all these things. She loves all people, actually, but she really embraces the Judeo-Christian values and Bible precepts from the Old Testament and New Testament and also is very closely observing the things that are going on in Israel and America today, and uh, this first hour we're talking about Israel, and a lot of things are going on, and she, there's a number of things she wanted to mention. I'm just going to quickly hand it to her and let her conclude with this, and then we will carry our discussions in the next hour as well. Kolia? Okay. Um, you know, one thing, people often ask me, why in the world would would the, the, the Palestinian Authority or Hamas, or would they, why would they? Uh, incite violence from the Israeli forces when they're so completely outgunned? And the, that's, that's a, a really good question, and the answer is they need to be victims. Mm. They have a victim mentality. They have to be. Um, they, you know, we, they have drones, they have fire balloons, they have rockets, they have mortars, and they say, oh, why did Israel attack us with such overwhelming technical force? Well, number one, they are Iranian proxies. Their purpose by these kinds of actions, and they've had all these cyclically every so many years they have these attacks, they're trying to weaken and to expose Israel to get ready for an Iranian attack, attack and one probably from Hezbollah, which is also Iranian proxy, probably Turkey. Um, it is, they're trying to, to weaken and expose Israel, and they were trying to drain down their missile supplies for the Iron Dome. Uh, we know that because the Iranian regime just announced that it will increase the monthly support of Hamas, get this, monthly support of Hamas to $30 million. And this support Last, includes pay, in paying um, uh, Hamas uh, warriors for, for causing yeah, yeah. damage and killing uh, civilians yeah. in Israel. That, the Part yeah. of the stipend that they yeah. get paid is paid for by that. Wow. Yeah, it, but also EU money, U.S. money under Obama also did that. Mm. Uh, but they, last year's support from Iran into Hamas was $70 million total. So now they're going to go $30 million a month. So they went from $6 million a month to $30 million a month. And you know what Iran is asking in exchange for that favor? They want Hamas to reveal to Iran Israel's weapons storage sites, their missile stockpiles, and all key military intel. They want to show the, they want Hamas to find the weak points. In making these attacks, they were watching to see where was Israel weak. Blessedly, Israel wasn't weak. Mm-hmm. The people didn't break. The, the systems worked well. Uh, by the way, just so you know, if you ever see pictures of Hamas in their in their parades and whatnot. And today, with their parades, they're saying they were victorious. I, I don't know how in the world you can spin that. But again, in, in Islam, you can't say that you've ever been defeated. You always win because yes. you lie to win. But if you notice their finger gestures, Hamas makes the finger sign of, of ISIS as well. So they're the same mindset. Um, so, um, but the second reason why they attacked is this war was a huge fundraiser. For them, mm. Qatar, the country of Qatar, Doha, has pledged a million dollars in emergency funds to support them. And that country um, has continually given them infrastructure, uh, funding, social service, 
in just January, they said they were going to give them $360 million this year and send in, in assistance. Yes. And from reports just from the years 2012 to 2018, Doha transferred $1.1 billion, with a B, to Hamas authorities. Oh, my. So we know where their weapons came from. Yes. Uh, and, and in 2019, then, uh, Doha pledged $200 million to the Palestinians. Oh and if you go beyond Doha, the United Nations has already said uh, that 77,000 Palestinians have been displaced by airstrikes and by reduced apartment buildings and, and, you know, all this stuff. Six hospitals have been damaged. Six health, 11 health care clinics have been damaged. Two million residents have, have, don't have clean water. They don't have electricity. Well, hello, more than 650 rockets were shot by Hamas that landed back yeah, in Gaza in their and they own, hit their own facilities. Yes. They killed their own people. Uh, but Egypt, has, who helped broker the ceasefire, is going to contribute $500 million. Uh, the United Nations has now released $22.5 million in emergency funds to Hamas. Norway is giving $3.6 million in addition to the $8.5 that they've already given this year in million. Belgium is giving 8 million euros. Britain has promised 4.5 million. And Biden, Mr. Biden, has pledged an un, uh, unidentified amount at this point. Yes. And how so, many, so how many people, Clea, uh, that are well-meaning Christians who are buying this rhetoric and are sending yeah. checks to support yeah. uh, what they would say the Palestinians and yeah. This righteous cause, but this is really going directly to Hamas for their ulterior yeah. motives. Yeah. So it, it's, it's frustrating. It's angry. It it's is. making me angry. It is. Go ahead. We've got about two or and, three minutes on this. Okay. The other, the third thing is they do they do these attacks to create global disdain for Israel. Yes. As well as condemnation for the Jews. And you look around the world right now. Around the world right now, anti-Semitism is off the charts because of this. Because of all these false images, these false rhetoric. Uh, so it was a battle, a PR move by Hamas to do this. They have to victimize again so they get more funds, more opportunities. And the last time they had this in 2014, they got so much money that built all these high-tech tunnels that were that Israel now just destroyed about 150 miles of, of tunnels. You know, and they're still, they got half of them. So it's, you know, when, when Hamas, when the Palestinians give up this image that they have of themselves being to be a victim, that they live to kill, uh, and, and that they earn money, they earn honor, they earn freedom from killing. Uh, you know, once they decide they want to live and build their culture and build their people and live, Israel is right there. I mean, Israel provides the electricity for them. They have provided medical care. And water, I've, I've been, sure. Yeah, water, and I've been in, in the, the uh, Palestinian areas and have seen the horrific schools of the UN that teach anti-Semitism, anti-Israelism. Uh, they give money to Hamas to have kids go to a summer camp where they learn how to shoot weapons and how to mm, kill Israelis. Yes. Their, their little, like Sesame Street show that they have, the equivalent of that in, in Gaza shows, and in Palestinian Authority shows the children, how they need to grow up to be shaheed, they need to be martyrs, and the Israelis are terrible, and kill them wherever you find them. So it's it's a problem that is, is systemic. And unfortunately, the, the world buys into the lies. They don't have the Word of God. They don't have the Spirit of God. And their humanistic souls or their godless souls just 
latch onto it and add to the problem. And Israel pays the price. You know, the scripture tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And sometimes we get confused about, you know, Old Testament stuff. Why should we do Old Testament stuff? And the New Testament, uh, we need to love everybody equally and things like that. So there's a lot of uh, information and also disinformation going around. And the enemy knows how to uh, accentuate their positive, which is maybe a percentage point compared to the uh, 99% or whatever. I'm not saying Israel is mm-hmm. n- not at fault in anything, but I'm just saying uh, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the news is being stilted significantly before you even see it. My listening friend, we're running out of time in this segment. We've got in another hour, and one of the things maybe we can uh, go into beginning the next hour, Kalia, is one of the things I've noticed is I, I, I track very closely on what's going on in Israel and the things that are going on in the United States and the rest of the world, and I see common denominators that are happening against uh, mm-hmm. Judeo and mm-hmm. Christian values in Israel, and the same uh, uh, mm-hmm. warfare is happening uh, in the United States of America, and so maybe we can draw a parallel to that and use this as a segue mm-hmm. into the next hour. And uh, once mm-hmm. again, I'm going to be handing the baton to you early and often so that you can share your insights. Is that okay? Good. That's great. Thanks. Okay, my listening friend, understand that we're in a time, the world has never seen this level of turmoil, literally. And if you think you're going back to church as it was, uh, you got another thing coming. There are a lot of things that the enemy wants to do because he realizes he has a short time left. We're going to share with you what that looks like, not only as it is focused on Israel, but the United States of America. Kalia and I will give you insights, so buckle up and take your notepad and make it handy when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway, and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, KPraise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on KPraise. Well, welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. Our whole heart cry is to come together and not come together based on similar doctrines, but come together in faith and unity because therein is where God can command the blessing uh, in that intimate relationship horizontally and vertically. My uh, co-host with me in this hour as well is Kolia. Uh, that's a name that she uses to communicate uh, her heart cry uh, about Israel it has an Israel rem, uh, Hebrew ramifications, but also she has a real love for Judeo-Christian values, not only in Israel, but also in the United States, not only there, but also in the Old Testament and New Testament as well. So, Kalia, I, I know we had talked about the first uh, hour we talked about Israel, and the second hour we would be using the analogies that we presented <clears throat> that was dealing in Israel and how there are common denominators going on in the United States. But here's what I'm going to do, because you're my co-host, as we know. I'm going to say, what is Holy Spirit t- telling you how we want to invest in this second hour, uh, Kolia? Mm-hmm. Well, I think this first segment, I want to make the connection, the, seg- the segue between <clears throat> the powers even above Islam on the earth, and that is the global cabal, the global Luciferian elite, because they're in this, they're orchestrating, they're the puppet masters behind Islam and a lot of things that we're going to talk about. Are you talking about Uh, one world government mentality? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And talking about, I'll bring that together in this first segment, and then I think the second one, um, the the five steps 
or that uh, that the global elite have put into place to start bringing their one world order, which is the Antichrist system. And uh, talk about that maybe in the, in, in a couple of segments. But the last one, the, the 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 5G is very very important in this. It's playing a huge role. Now, when you say 5D, uh, are you, G, are you talking? You're talking about electronics or or software? Yes, electromagnetic energy. Yeah, yeah. It's oh man, a role in all this as well. So <laughs> to maybe touch on that is, I mean, we can oh, do a yes. whole show on that. But but let's let's talk about right now the the peace with what's going on in Israel. This piece of, of Temple Mount, are uh, where you know the Al-Aqsa is and the Dome of the Rock, which supposedly was where the, the Jewish temples, first and second temples, were. Um, they, it is not just <clears throat> something that the the Muslims are pursuing. It is the global Luciferian elite, which some people call the Cabal. Okay, and you say Luciferian. Um, define what that means. Some of our listeners may not understand what that means. Luciferian. They're they're Satan worshippers at the top. So the wealthy of the wealthiest wealthiest people, and uh, but they their their root is Luciferian. They get their power from Lucifer. It is and you know mind people people are mind boggled about that that they're actually people that interact with this being, but it's very true. Because we know Yeshua, Jesus, is going to come back to Jerusalem. Um, it says in Scripture that, that that piece of real estate is a footstool for the God of Israel, for Yehovah. It's actually his real estate. The whole territory is his real estate. And if you can see an aerial photo of the area around Shiloh, which is north of Jerusalem, it says in the book of Jeremiah, that, see, I found a place for my name in Shiloh from mm-hmm. the beginning. So from the beginning of, of time, the, the earth was, was created. You can see the mountains of Israel spell out in one place. In ancient Hebrew, yud the name of Yehovah. Yes. And it's his signature on it. So the Luciferian elite want Jerusalem. And you, if you visit there, you can see as you come in through the crossing from Egypt down in Elat, um, there is a dedication to the God of Freemasonry the claim of Freemasonry under the, the Wailing Wall. There's altars, and they've had Freemasonry um, uh, stuff going on. Uh, now, a lot of people, when, when you say the word Freemasonry, they're going to go, they're going to say, uh, what, there's nothing offensive about that. And, you know, I mean, so you, I, I know my audience, yeah. a lot of those people are going, Freemasonry? What's, what's, what's wrong with I that? Think, so uh, I want you to, I, to, to make the stance. My listening friend, listen and uh, receive all things with readiness of mind. Then search the scriptures daily to see if they're true. Kalia? Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, there's some really good information about it. And, you know, it comes across as a fraternal group. And, but it is the biggest trap that Lucifer has put on the earth. for, And, and it's, it's rife in churches. It's rife in synagogues. Uh, and, and the deeper and you get, do, the more like, obvious it is, correct? Yeah, the 33rd, the 33rd degree, you're really into the Luciferian stuff. Um, but they have all these good deeds, good works and stuff, but they have rituals that um, are, are a counter, biblical counter. Uh, they're not, the false gods, they worship Yabal An, Yab Al and Osiris. Um, it is, I can't go into it because it's a huge topic. It's gigantic. You can research it. You can research it. It is not pleasing to the God of Israel. And uh, it, it has, they're cl- trying to claim Jerusalem. And they've used Islam as a way, as a weapon to help get Israel out. So yes. the, the, the UN, UN is global elite cabal. So the UN has been working against Israel. The Muslims have been working against Israel. 
and you look at the EU, that is uh, basically a humanistic, globalistic organization. So it's like the whole world is trying to come against Israel. But there are godly leaders. There are godly uh, people that the Lord has put throughout the world that are fighting for Israel and understand this. They understand the dynamics here. And, And let me be clear, in the end, the God of Israel will have his way. Jerusalem will be a heavy stone that nobody's going to move from its place. Mm -hmm. And the Lord will not share his glory with anybody. His promises are yes and amen. And Psalm 83, go in your free time, go look at that. And that is probably going to be our next regional Middle Eastern war. And in it, the God of Israel will destroy the enemies. And the God God Magog war also, the Ezekiel war, is going to be the God of Israel is going to stand up and fight for his people. And there are yes. the things we've never seen before. Yes. I mean, we're talking like refrigerator-sized hailstones, potentially, and, yes. and all sorts of things that the God of Israel will do to defend his people. Yes, let me, let so, me, pull, let me pull back on, this, on the uh, uh-huh. camera here and say, you've got Israel, which is God's beloved, and the only nation in the world that was built... Uh, on Judeo-Christian principles and has a constitution embracing it as such, is the United States of America. God loved Israel, and they are Mm -hmm. the apple of his eye, but America loves God, and as such, we are the apple of his eye as well. Two major dangers to those who have the, you say, Luciferian, I would say, one-world government Mm -hmm. mentality are Israel Mm -hmm and the United States, and he's uh, pulling mm-hmm. out all the stops the enemy is to bring both mm-hmm. these places mm-hmm. down. Handing it back to you, we've got about a, two minutes left in this segment, and then we'll okay. launch in in the other yeah. segment as well. Clea. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. Um, the uh, One World Order is absolutely the cabal. It's, it's Lucifer's One World Order, the Antichrist system. But this country, you know, we just celebrated the anniversary of the Plymouth Compact, uh, Plymouth Rock, and also the French Huguenots that came in on the, the east coast of Florida, uh, St. Augustine, Jacksonville area. They, when those people came, uh, early, early settlers came on, they knelt down, they prayed, they dedicated the land to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible. The Huguenots were for the preaching of the gospel and for the worship in spirit and truth of the God of Israel. So God is a covenantal, Yehovah is a God of covenant. And that covenant still stands. That is our foundations. And where Mr. Obama said we are not a Christian nation, well, we certainly didn't act like one. But the foundation covenant is there. And for, you know, other people say, well, now we're an Islamic nation. No, where there may be symptoms and signs of that pathology on our nation that in humanism, we need to throw that down and come back to our roots. And I think the God of Israel will help us do that. But it's the covenant that we now have to call up. We now have to stand on those foundations. And that's, that's right. why we're hated, and that's why Israel's hated. And one of the things, my listening friends, you need to be aware of, you're not a spectator in this sport. You, God has called you to be active in this. And you know the scripture, uh, I think it's in uh, Esther, which talks about you were you you created for such a time as this. The people use that scripture for a lot of different things, but now more than ever before, my listening friend, my believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, my one who embraces the Judeo-Christian values in the U.S. Constitution, this is your time. You are built for such a time as this, and Kalia and I are going to talk more about that and other things when we spend the rest of this hour digging more deeply into God's plans for Israel and America 
collectively in the name of the Lord. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And I'm back and uh, an engaging topic or topics dealing with Israel and the United States of America how the enemy, and we're identifying this, I use the One World Order, uh, uh, you could use the word Illuminati, you could use a lot of different terms, uh, Luciferian is a term that's been used as well. But I have somebody with me, her name is Kolia, she's a, a prayer leader, she's a teacher, she's a writer, I call her a Holy Spirit activist on behalf of Israel, and the Ecclesia, uh, the, 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 the called out ones uh, in the church and around the world. So, you know, uh, Kalia, we, uh, off, the, off the radio before this, we were talking about where we wanted to go <laughs> with this show, and mm-hmm. we were both mm-hmm. a little bit angered about what the world thinks is righteous and what God calls righteous. And so we talked about giving you full reign to do this, and I want to reemphasize this right now. You have full mm-hmm. reign to, to say and, and communicate however you want. Holy Spirit is in control, but I entrust you with this, and I'll come along and do color commentary okay. wherever you want to go with this. Okay, Kalia. okay. thank you. Um, first, I think it's really important for everybody who's listening, especially if you hear me saying something and it offends you, to do some research. I think the saddest thing for me is to see the, the body so totally ignorant. In, in the way of being uninformed of things that are practical. We don't want to be so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. Mm. And I think we, we have to have a certainly a balance and we need to study to show ourselves approved. That's also spoken of, not just in scripture, although scripture is primary, but for years I've been tracking um, globalism, humanism, Marxism, and um, there's things that right now I'm going to say to you, if you want to know more about what is really going on behind the curtain, and I say the curtain like in The Wizard of Oz, yes. who's, who's running this this thing, the cabal, go look up the Goddard Tunnel, G-O-D-D-A-R-D, the videos of the dedication of Goddard Tunnel in Switzerland, where they uh, honored the opening of a tunnel, a train tunnel that went through the mountains in Switzerland. Yes, and it by the way, my friends, if you saw the if you saw the if you saw the Super Bowl halftime, that'll give you a little idea yeah. of what you would have seen yeah. in the Goddard Tunnel. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. Also, do some exploration in the Hadrian Collider um, in in Switzerland because they're trying to open a portal to open to the second heaven. They have the, they're looking for the God portal particle. They want to bring in otherworldly beings, which second heaven would be the demonic realm. Also look into the Georgia Guidestones in the state of Georgia here. It's the like the Stonehenge of America. It's the, the, the global elite build these stones with what their vision is for our world. And one of the things is to, to reduce the population to 500 million people. Say that again? So what? They, they reduce the population, the ideal population of planet Earth. You can look at it, uh, Just I'm not going to say anymore, you go look it up, the Georgia Guidestones, it's the, the Ten Commandments, or the, the, the things that they have for the global Luciferian elite. They must reduce the world's population. They believe that Mother Earth is plagued by human parasites. Oh, my. And um, 
so go look at the Georgia Guidestones. Read the Humanist Manifesto. Find out. There's an abundance of information. Listen to what uh, Bill Gates has said. He's one of the Luciferian elite. And one statement he made, and, and it was printed in, in the headlines in a British newspaper, which I have a photograph of it because it's since disappeared. Bill Gates said mandated vaccines will be helpful in depopulation. Say that again. Vaccine. What? Mandated, mandated vaccines? Vaccines will be helpful in depopulation. Oh, Lord. And he said it more recently than that. So they need depopulation. They see human beings as cattle. And they want to rule the world, but they want to have that, all the resources in their hands. And then they, they want to have, like, servants that are controlled, which would be through transhumanism, yes. that would serve them. So there is a, 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 a five-step thing that they initiated last year. Uh, and it actually, they had a, a dry run of part of it in, the, in October of 2019. But here's what the, the world, it's the World Economic Forum. Look into the World Economic Forum, because that is the roundtable uh, out of which the global Lutheran cabal. Is that tied to operate. Devos at all in Switzerland? Yes, 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 absolutely. And th- so they want to have this global governance. And the steps that they had, they initiated last year, because if you remember, George Soros stood at the podium uh, in 2020 in January. At the, at the World Economic Forum meeting, and he said, Donald Trump, this was, this was in uh, yeah, um, January 2020, Donald Trump is a single obstacle to our new global reset for global governance. We will not allow him to be reelected. Mm. Those were his words. We will not allow him. That explains no, a lot of things. Within a short time, so step one was release the COVID threat to create false scenarios that would cause fears surrounding it, to apply controls that would eliminate human rights and freedom, crippling economies, causing people to blindly demand and to take disabling false vaccines because of their fear and because of censoring truth and, and censoring the truth about effective medications. They changed the definition of pandemic. They changed the definition of vaccine to allow this, because this is not a vaccine. This is bit of any of the call. It does not, does not kill the virus. It only does symptoms, and it doesn't keep it from spreading. So the COVID threat was number one. Then number two was to remove Trump from presidency by a stolen election. And that's flat out the way it is. People are offended by that. The evidence is very much there. They had to remove the gains and the firewalls that Trump had put in place because he knew what they were about. And he'd been putting up firewalls uh, to cripple them. And they could not stand that. So they had to do everything they could to take him out. The third step was to create citizen uprisings and to, uh, based on polarized, contrived ethnic offenses and delusions, so that national violence and division would occur. So we had Black Lives Matter, yeah, we had Antifa. We also, they, they prospered this horrible thing called critical race theory, which is now central in the Biden regime. It's, Define it's the that. Foundation, isn't it? Cr- critical it is to race. say that critical race, that the United States uh, innately has been racist. Its policies have been racist. It's been a colonial, um, you know, it's white supremacy. 
just go, you know, you can do a whole program on critical race oh theory, gosh. but look into it. But it is in the process, it was contriving blame against conservatives, against true Christians, against Jews, and those who stand in awareness of what the mRNA uh, uh, gene therapy, what they're calling a vaccine, what it really is. They wanted to create in, internal hatred, division, and suspicion to weaken this nation to confuse the people, which Satan is the god of lies and confusion, but to do unrestrained, manipulated rage and hatred. Uh, the Floyd, I mean, yeah. they're using, I'm sure, Manchurian candidates, but they're creating everything about, about race, 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 race. So that was the third thing. Create uprisings which, and vandalism, which we saw still going on in, in Portland and, and, and other places, Seattle. Fourth step was to stir up and inflame conflict between the Israeli Jews and the, uh, the Arab Palestinians, which is what we just saw them do. Create scenarios to trap the Jews into a military response that will provoke a regional war. That's what they hoped would happen. Yes. Uh, and but, I think uh, that you, same strategy, wouldn't you say, is going on for those who are of the uh, conservative bent in the United States of America, provoke them into uh, doing things that they shouldn't be doing, uh, taking the law into their own hands, thereby right, thereby justifying right. everything that the quote-unquote government uh, does. Uh, it's aggravating, I'll tell you. It's aggravating. Well, they actually have plants embedded, false operatives are in there looking like conservatives to stir it up. Yes. Like they're doing in the inner city. The the Antifa people, the BLMs aren't even concerned about black lives. They're not about black lives. No. They're they're anarchists. But uh they wanted also to have conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. I've already mentioned it, to drain the Israeli resources, to divide and distract the security forces. Uh you know and, and bring down Hezbollah, Iran, Syria, Turkey into a war in order to crush the Jews from existence, but in the process, cause the whole world to turn against Israel to see them as the bane of the planet. Oh, my. And then the fifth one we still haven't had, but they're going to try to making ground with it, is to crash all national economies to bring in their global currency, to seize all power in governments, in all agencies, all institutions, controlling human life, all laws, all narratives, all supply. My. So that, that, that's, that's probably why a lot of the small businesses are going down is because that's a, pre- exactly. that's a, that's a plan to take out. You know, the lifeblood of America is the, is the uh, small yeah. businesses, are the small businesses. And when you can take those down, then people have to, have to depend on the big conglomerates which have ulterior motives. I mean, this is so aggravating. And right between our eyes, and we have been uh-huh. negligent of it. We've got about a yeah, minute or two left in this segment, and then we're going to continue okay. this on the other side of the commercial break. So where do you want to go with this to set the stage well, for the last half I, hour? I think, for one thing, is we have to ask the Lord to show us by His Holy Spirit who's the good guys and who's the bad guys, mm. who they are. Um, they're going to bring in scenarios now of UFOs. They're going to bring in scenarios that, I mean, we could spend a lot of time on the transgender, but we probably won't. Um, but... Um, they, we we need to have an awareness. Like, for instance, Bill Gates is the number one landowner now of American farmland. He's been buying it up. Why are they buying it up? They'll control the food. Oh, my. His plan, he's owns the patents for chemical laboratory-mated food. And if you look into the global elite's plan, you look into the, um, the um, 
World Economic Forum, you won't eat animals. You won't eat uh, plants. You'll eat slime because, again, they they have this thing. I think they have a hatred of the human race, obviously. Yes. Satan hates the human race. So they have horrible things planned for us. But, you know, but in the last segment that we have, I want to talk about what God's plans are because his oh. will overrule. <laughs> and we are not without help. But the next one, next segment, I want to talk a little bit about the 5G because it's part of the plan. Okay, okay. Well. My friends, you know, we get so enamored enamored by um, software and things like that. It can, you know, it can do uh, things that we couldn't even consider because of the the joint um, mind use. You know, a computer can think faster than we human beings can and can make our life easier, but we can also put ourselves... Uh, uh, in a vulnerable position by embracing some things that people have premeditated that we aren't even aware of. We're going to talk more about that in this next segment. And Clea, I have to just say, you're remarkable. And my listening friend, I want you to pay close attention to what she's saying, but also to receive all things with the readiness of mind and then search the scriptures daily to see if these things are so. God is responsible for giving you more than one witness if you dig in and look for them. So, Kuli and I will talk more about these things when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on KPraise. My name is Jim Garlow. Two things first one negative, second one positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Uh, This is going to be a wild and crazy half hour, I can tell you that, so I want you to buckle up because you're going to hear some things that may make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but this is good. Discomfort is okay because it forces us to dig more deeply into not only God himself, but his word and through his spirit. So this is really, there's an ulterior motive by God because we want to understand that there is truly (laughs) an ulterior motive by the enemy of God. Uh, uh, Kalia is with me and she's a remarkable uh, Bible teacher. She's a prayer director. She's a uh, Holy Spirit activist, so many different things that she does uh, that are Hebrew related and Judeo Christian related, and she's—I've uh, asked her to let her rip, and so she is doing that. We're going to talk, Kalia, uh, as you mentioned, as you promoted in the in the last segment, at the close of the last segment, the 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 topic of five G. Now, when we talk about five G, mm-hmm. we think that's greater access for us to do things and get things and to discover things, and that's exactly true. However. However, it is also a greater access, not only for us, but is greater access to us. Big danger, and we have blinders on. I'm going to hand the, the, uh, the microphone to you, Kulia, and to mm-hmm. e- explain this further. Okay. I don't know. You know. It certainly dates me, because I used to love watching the Jetsons when I was a child <laughs> and seeing all the, the fun things they had, the little automatic things that could just speak, and, and the refrigerator would spit up prepared move. And, you know, you could put your head into a, 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 a dome, and your hair would be styled, your clothes would be chosen, you know, those kinds of things, you know, the gadgets, yeah. the gadgets, the ease of life. And, 
I think that has been part of a trap, all the, the conveniences. You know, right now we've got refrigerators that if you're out shopping, you don't know what you need. You can check with the refrigerator camera. It'll tell you what you need, and you can oh punch in what you've got there, and it'll give you a recipe for what you need to cook. My. I mean, it's nonsense. Uh, but there's, there's chips and everything now. Our cars, everything's chips, which puts us all in tremendous risk for a, for an EMP that could shut down everything that's digital. But I don't want to go there. I think it's important to consider the 5G. This It's gone crazy since COVID. While kids were out of school and <clears throat> held in, locked up in, in doing classes from home, uh, schools are busy putting 5G in, in the schools. And 5G is I'll delineate you how exactly how dangerous that is. But why are they putting 5G in? Predominantly because the global elite have to have 5G in for the level of monitoring that they want to have. China, everything is 5G and monitored. And if you look back into the data, the Wuhan catastrophe that triggered this whole thing with people dropping in the streets was not from COVID. 5G toxicity at a high level, imitates the symptoms of the the lung condition and the inflammation uh, that this COVID virus presents. Yes, but you so you, you used a phrase, and you, let me let me stop you for a second. You used a phrase, and people didn't catch this. You said that five G is used significantly in China, and basically China is their five G test market. Would you say that? Yeah, I would say Wuhan was the first city in China to have full on high level five G. And that's when they started dropping out. And I believe that's why they came up with the, the scenario of the COVID, partly. I think it was already planned in. But um, what you have to have 5G to monitor everybody. Everybody in, in China operates under a social credit system. They have the equivalent of what we have, what they're recommending here for the Green Pass or the COVID Pass, which is horrific. And we've got to fight it for everything we've got and say no, have our legislations. Uh, legislators say, no, we won't have it, because what that is, it's an instrument of control. And for instance, if you want to go into a grocery store and you want to buy maybe some ice cream or a rich dessert, and you try to buy that and you are on the, the social credit system that comes with these kinds of the COVID passes is step one, um, and you try to check out at the market, and they know what it's an interface with your bank account. It's an interface with your health records. It's an interface with the door opener of your house and the admission of your car. It's all connected. So you get there and you try to buy this rich ice cream and they know that you have high cholesterol. They will not allow you to buy it. Oh my. If well, they, if you wow. are somebody who displeases the government in China, you can be locked in your house or your car doesn't work. You can't buy, you can't sell unless you are according to what their standards are, which will be the global Luciferian elite standards. Wow. So it's starting with this green pass. You cannot go into restaurants, you go into theaters or gyms or anywhere you can't travel. You can't get on a plane unless you have a green pass. Oh, my, my. If this actually became reality, it would be the Luciferian antichrist system. My, my. The stage already. is set for this reality because right now, yeah. uh, you know, you, you have to, the school system is making it very difficult for kids to go back to school. Uh, right. Work is making it very difficult for you to go back to work, small businesses, it's still difficult to be a functional small business. All, all these things are tied in to mm-hmm. somebody They're controlling us rather than uh, our God-given right to freedom. 
Lay it on us. The world, ec- world Economic Forum's Great Reset. This is what this is. They had to have COVID so that they could inject people with this mRNA injection with nanos because you get nanos in it, whether they, yes. they're talking about having a, a, a tattoo that puts the nanos on you. It, it marks you. Everything is there so that they'll, they'll always know where you are. They'll always know everything about you. And that is not what the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob ever planned us. No, he no. created us to be in freedom, not under bondage. So they had to bring that in. So that's, that's what they're op- operating right now. Because the 5G was essential. They need that. Uh, but here's the, the reality of it. The electromagnetic frequency. They've been doing studies for quite a few years, back in the mid-1990s. Those the ones that I've been looking at. Uh, but there have been conferences on about, and even like June of 2016, uh, the FDA had had uh, studies on this. And there are literally thousands of studies that link low-level uh, wireless radio frequency radiation to a long list of really bad biological effects. DNA, uh, the single and double-strand breaks, uh, oxidative oxidative damage, disruption of cell metabolism. It incre- decreases um, the uh, the blood blood brain barrier permeability. So the, that barrier that God put, you know, in your brain, it, it's weakened. Melatonin is reduced, so people can't sleep well. You find now, shut off your wireless net, you can sleep. Keep your phone out of your room, you can sleep because it interferes with your sleep patterns. My. It disrupts brain glucose metabolism and your stress protein, so people are more irritated, uh, more stressed. Um, it's a, a 2B carcinogen, according to the World Health Organization. My, my. And uh, so you just look at in cell phones, they find, they find brain cancers going up in people who use cell phones, and the 5G that they're turning on is going to have more of that sort of thing. But if you... You, you look at this, are we going to exchange convenience in, in gadgets for our health? Because it adds a denser environment uh, they call electrosmog over our planet. You, everything is now being, uh, you know, the electromagnetic frequency is just everywhere. It also affects skin because 5G causes water molecule, molecules to be altered. What is your body mostly made of? Yeah, what is your water. brain made of? Yes, yes, yes. What is your blood made of? Okay. So it causes changes in that. Uh, and it changes in your skin because your skin has uh, 2 million to 4 million sweat glands. What is sweat? It's yes. water. My, my, my. So you're we, having all sorts of stuff. And they found penetration depth uh, of, the, of these waves at 60 gigahertz. Uh, it's absorbed in the epidermis. 90% of that power is absorbed into the epidermis and dermis. And so you're having inflammation. You're having increased skin cancer. And then it affects the eyes. They're finding that 5G in rats causes cataracts. Oh, my, my. And it can go into uh, below the surface of the eye. My, my. Chinese studies have found damage to the lens and epithelial cells after eight hours of exposure. Oh, my. You know, we, we're running out of time in this segment, but... Uh... 
my listening friend, you, you, we've given you a pretty broad brushstroke of things that are coming against God's kids and Judeo-Christian values and the U.S. Constitution and other nations. And we're going to spend this last upcoming segment to tell you the good news of what God's plans are, even in the midst of the enemy's ulterior motives. And uh, I know that, uh, uh, that Kalia and I have been uh, looking forward to this last segment like crazy, and I know you have as well. So we're going to pay this off, everything that you heard right now. There's good news at the end of this story because God and God's kids win. And we're going to share with you some of the ways how that is going to come to pass when we come Uh right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends, and we are in the last segment. It's time to summarize the things that you've heard for the entire two-hour period of time right now. And there is so much to be summarizing. The the overwhelming uh, likelihood is there's you're going, how can all these things be, and how in the world can we get out of this? Well, the good news is that God is going to uh, direct our steps, and he has a plan for big-time success mm-hmm. and uh, you say, you guys are being an alarmist. We, Kalia and I, want you to study to show yourself approved unto God, not other people, but unto God, and rightly divide the word of truth, uh, because this is what you're calling mm-hmm. us to do. So, Kalia, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have you put up a, a few periods at the end of the sentences that we've begun doing, okay. and uh, it's uh, handing it over to you, Glad Kalia. To Glad to do it. Yeah, I, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed by this stuff, but... Um, it's really important that we have our eyes open, but we remember the scripture tells us that light will never uh, be overcome by the darkness and the light of God will shine. The blood of Messiah is protection. The Holy spirit is a shield. We have the armor of God right in Ephesians uh, praying in the spirit actually changes your body um, organically and, and brings healing and brings peace. Say that again, because uh, a lot of people are wondering what they do with some of the mistakes they may have made as far as injections and yeah. things like that. Say, say that clearly, because this is, there's hope, my friends. Yeah, yeah. I did. I'm going to just list now several things of hope. So stay with me. There is hope. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the blood of Messiah is profound, and it can be applied for healing. But praying in the Spirit, if you have a prayer language, use it, use it, use it, use it. If you don't have one, ask the Father to give you one. Because it changes the morphology of your body, the health of your body. It changes things in your brain. It changes things in your attitudes. Uh, So it's really important. And, you know, it says in Scripture, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord raises up a banner or standard. And what that is, he raises a standard or a banner that says, I claim territory. This mm. is territory and this identity. That's so good. the Lord will claim a territory. He will establish his identity over this world, not the Luciferian elite. And I believe with all my heart, from what I'm hearing in the spirit, what I'm hearing from other prophetic voices, what I'm seeing in the scriptures, is we are heading into the biggest awakening and revival the world has ever seen. And in that, the Lord will have an anointing of healing that if you've taken this jab and you didn't know what it was and you got pressured into it, I believe between the outpouring of the Spirit and the blood of Messiah applied, there will be such dramatic miracles of healing that whatever's gone in there will be destroyed. Good. Uh, and why I know that, why I sense that so strongly, 
that this is not yet the time for the Antichrist to take his position in Jerusalem. No. And we know it will happen eventually. It's not time. Because the Lord wants his, his awakening, his revival, his harvest first. And we know that when we look in the book of Matthew to the parable of the, the wheat and the tares. Because oh what it says the, 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 in that parable that Yeshua spoke, the servants come to the master and say, overnight, the enemy put in tares among the wheat. Should we just pull them up? And the master says, no, let them grow until the time of harvest. And then he will send in his harvesters, which are his angels, and he will gather up the tares, put them in bundles for burning, and then the harvest. Oh my. So what we've got right now, we're getting to see all these tears. We're seeing the globalist cabal, the wickedness, the horrors. And I mean, we haven't seen anything yet. I think the Lord's going to bring a lot of revelations <laughs> in, the, in the next couple of years yes. to see how deep. We need to understand. We'll be broken when we see how far we allowed this world to get off track. Oh my, my, how my. far the church has gotten off. Yes. But then he will pour out his spirit. And there will be a revival in Israel. There will be a revival in this country that all previous revivals will just pale. I, 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 couldn't, mean, I couldn't agree more. You know, interestingly enough, Kulia, you know what time of the year this is right now. We, it's interesting that you bring up the mm-hmm. tares and wheat uh, parable yeah. in Matthew 13. This is the time right now, right now is the time, uh, we call it Pentecostal time frame, but it's also the time of the wheat harvest so if there ever was a time frame that God wants to take the wheat uh, and collect that into the barn and take the, the tares or the weeds and pluck them up and cast them into the fire, we are in that time frame in the Hebrew, uh, in the, in the Hebrew months and years and seasons. So, you know, it's time for us to pay close attention. I'm going to hand it back to you. We've mm-hmm. got about three mm-hmm. or four minutes. Yeah, I think the, 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 the thing that we have to do is also be rather confessive. If we've fallen into some of the traps, it's those who are with them in the Messiah, there's no condemnation. So, yes. you know, if you've been ill-informed, you have been uninformed, repent of that, confess that, get over it and start, start getting on board. But the, the thing that Satan has used so powerfully with this COVID scenario, and he's, he's spinning it, he's spinning it with all these mutations that you'll never get out of it. And Gates is saying every six months you're going to have a new vaccine. No, 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 no. They're going to make transhumans that are half human and half machine or, or these monitored humans and that aren't redeemable. No. Fear and pride have linked together oh across the human planet, and they've been secured and sealed in stubbornness. That people didn't want to be teachable. Fear and pride locked it together so they didn't want to be teachable, get the fact. So if that has been a problem for you or someone you know, it's a matter of simply confessing that sin, a pride, fear, and stubbornness, and crying out to the Lord for forgiveness. Forgive yourself, and don't judge anybody if they've fallen into the pit. Help them get out of it. Wow. But then trust in the mercy and the goodness of God and begin to walk in the truth and walk in the covering of the blood of Messiah. Seek the Lord for counsel, not CNN, not WHO, and for <laughs> goodness sakes, not Dr. Fauci. <laughs> my, my, exactly. Or or Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my, my. Would you, we've got about two more minutes left. Would you, how would you like to end this thing? Would you like to end this praying over our listening friends? Yes, or How would you I like would to do love that? To, then, uh, I would love to pray. It's uh, handing the baton to you again, Kalia. Okay. 
Abba Shabbat Shemayim, our Father in Heaven, we thank you and praise you for all that you are. Not just for what you do, but for who you are. You are love. You are faithfulness. You are kindness. You are mercy. You are help in, in every time of trouble you're there. Uh, you are perfect love. You are redemption of our mistakes. You're our Father. You're our teacher. You're our deliverer. So we thank you for all that you are and how you manifest that to rescue us and to restore us and to keep us on the right track. Uh, that's just something we're so grateful for. But, Father, the thing that we are so grateful for is there is an eternity that you've opened up to us, that this is not our home. This is not our final accounting. We li- can live with you in eternity because of the sacrifice, the kippura of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, who bought us back by his own blood. And so we have this wonderful hope within us that while we make mistakes on the earth, while we battle against evil on the earth, we fail at some things, we succeed at some things, uh, you look at us with mercy and compassion, and you bring us through if we cry out to you, we confess our sins, and we are uh, trusting in, in your ability to save. The rescue is there, because we know that you, you don't want any of us to be lost. You don't mm-hmm. want any of us to be walking in fear and being under the control of, of machines yes. and of nanos. You don't want our bodies poisoned and our world killed uh, by evil people. Yes. You, you want us to live and be prosperous so that we can know you and so we can give you glory. So, Father, we lift all this to you. We hand over our fears. We hand over our confusion, our concerns, and we say, lead us, teach us, heal us, deliver us. Bring peace, the shalom, the night of peace, yes. which passes all understanding, which is your level of wholeness, which is spirit, soul, mm, and body. Amen. And make us one amen. in you. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Kolia, thank you for spending two hours with me, and thank you for uh, uncovering some things that the enemy has tried to cover over. One of those things are our eyes. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for mm-hmm. your empowerment and for giving these people that are listening to this real hope, but also to study to show themselves approved. And as they've received all things with readiness of mind, they search the Scriptures daily to see if they are so. And guess what, my friends, what you are going to discover in Scripture is that God and God's kids win. Mm, Kalia, thank you yeah. for joining us. My listening friend, God bless you. More to come. <laughs> More to come next week on Come Together San Diego. God bless you. Thanks for joining Cass Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a coworker. And then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.